previously on Rolling with Rainbows. Is there a family history of, of anything I need to be aware of? Well, yes, in a sort of a way. Oh, I, um, no, it's, uh, well, it has to do with tradition. Monty, uh, looks again at Mrs. Thatcher, like, uh, in a slightly submissive way, like he's looking for her permission. Who is this woman? All you have to do to embrace your legacy as a Bancroft is to consume the fruit of the parish. The grey-green goop inside it, it wriggles a little bit. Have you heard of William Henry Arch? So, the thing is, I'm going to need you, and you can take your companions along if you want, and see no harm in it, as long as you don't tell them anything, uh, to go and find out what he knows. There is a little company mining and processing town run by Archangel Incorporated southwest of Narragansett, Rhode Island, known to some as Raphael. A recent discovery in the quarry has unearthed ancient mysteries, and our intrepid investigators have been invited to investigate. But with the company breathing down their necks, the unusual occurrences in town, and the eldritch power beneath the quarry, they'll be lucky to survive. Four days in Raphael. Guys, listen to my new mic quality. I love it. That's pretty good. I'm very excited. Yep. Yep. It's incredible. Yep. So we'll instantly hear if you pick up a single snack. (laughs) I know. That's that's the main reason why why I bought this, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the main reason I gave Joe money to get a new mic was because then I knew I could hold her accountable yes, exactly. whenever she tries to do anything on the podcast. Wow. This is a snack police state. I'm not a fan. <laughs> the, the way there's got to be a good pun there. The the um donuts. That's my pun. What, wow, what, are, the F, what are the S's in SS stand for? And can one Jesus of you stand for Christ. snack? No, fuck, not. no shit. Restart the podcast. Abandon ah! it. <laughs> It's, it's trash. Trash the whole thing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we're throwing it all out. We're going to start a new campaign. Okay, so we're playing Vampire the Masquerade today. <laughs> this is a uh, campaign I call Blood Loss. Um, oh, great. I can, uh, I can wheel out my Austin Powers Dracula impression. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to suck your blood, baby. <laughs> Jesus, that's, that's good. Uh, now I really want Joe in the vampire yeah. campaign whenever I get to play that. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Jess, how you doing, bud? I'm doing very good this morning. I've got, like, <laughs> I'm motivated. I've got my day planned out. Like, I feel on top of it. Have you had it. your cup of coffee? No, I have not had a cup of coffee. Wait, um, why, why, so. are we allowed to talk to you until you've had your coffee? Yeah. Legally, no. In the state of Arizona, uh, you you can't. Um, yeah. They actually just passed that recently. See, yeah, they know what's they know what's up. Well, I don't have that mug, so it, the law doesn't apply to me. Uh... 
become ungovernable. <laughs> right. Um, in the Dreamlands, Queen Bast told you all it will be over in 20 days. So we find ourselves on the uh, second morning since you were told that. Yay. <laughs> 18 days remain. Uh, this is where the difficulty really ratches up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Counting. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just drawing attention to that because I'm going to be controlling the flow of time a lot more than I have throughout the rest of the season. We're going to care a lot more about okay. how much time passes. Right. And for the most part, that's just going to involve me saying, well, you've done a lot. It's probably nighttime now. You all head out towards the company town of Archangel, uh, southwest of Narragansett, Rhode Island, which is the company who produced Archie's film. Pierre is driving the three of you out. Uh, you've you you've had to pack the slime to take with you uh, out to the out to the town, and um, yeah, the three of you are in the back of the car, and I just want like the flavor of like how much you discuss about what's really going on here um in your journey so octavia what do you tell the others okay um i think that bi isn't going to share very much information uh she will share that like monty is working with the council and that there's something going on with them but she's not going to share too much because she remembers that pierre uh has clearly been filled in by Monty, and she doesn't want to uh, say something that might uh, reveal her intentions to Pierre. Interesting. So she's kind of holding off until to until a little bit later, maybe away from Pierre to say something. Yeah. Well, tell me like what she specifically does say, so we can get the others. Yeah. How, how they react to. It. Sure. Uh, she she says, you know, about earlier when. I was, you know, made to take a ride in the car. Uh, Monty was in there, and it turned out to be okay. Uh, He just wanted to, I guess, take me back home and sort of figure out what had happened and and what I knew. And uh, it turns out there's, like, actually a lot of stuff going on that I hadn't known about. And... uh, seems to be a lot going on in the town so uh, no need to worry about that uh, it's okay it's all fine there's just a lot going on and no need to r- I can't, worry I can't really talk about it but there's a lot going on and it's everything is just fine everything's okay I just can't talk about it I I think we're a bit beyond that, Vi. If you know something, you need to tell us. Right, but the thing is that just everything is okay, and it's fine. Is it? Because it sure as hell don't seem like it. Right, I can understand why you might feel that way, uh, with, with the way that I was, you know, picked up in the car. It was a little bit rough, I'm not gonna lie. And also, I'm I'm at this point quite sure that it was your uncle Monty and your housekeeper who tried to kill us and Winkleman. That could not be true. Pierre, do you think Monty would do something like that? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. 
So Pierre has been uh, just driving the whole time, and uh, you've just been seeing the back of his head. And um, I guess he said, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I guess he was in a bit of a, a, a driving trance and goes, Oh, so, um, huh? Um, uh, your Uncle Monty, I, uh, he's a great guy. Uh, yeah, he, he's great. See, Pierre thinks that he's, he's great. And that's awesome. This, this is really great. Why is just like kicking herself because she could have just told them because Pierre wasn't actually listening. <laughs> With all due respect, Pierre, what the fuck? What the fuck do you know? <laughs> wow. Yours in um, no he he he's he's as in the dark as the rest of us, maybe more. With all due respect, uh, Madame Stoker, um, it's a long walk to the Archangel <laughs> Company town. <laughs> Oh I don't. I no. I don't mean in general. Like, well, you were quite rude. That no. Story. Okay. I I apologize, but there's. I've seen a lot of shit in the last month and a bit. Okay. Have we all. Uh, no, I I didn't say that, but Pierre hasn't been there for all there's of no that. There's no excuse for losing your man. Pierre Serena. has been there for. Quite a bit. Has, has he's he been, he's been out of character? Has like he's 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 driven us to point A to point B. <laughs> How much has he actually seen? He, I think he's truly seen um, a lighthouse burn down and some dorks in plate mail armor, and that's like about <laughs> it. <laughs> and of course, and he a helped, nice policeman and a nice policeman who gave him helpful directions. Um, <laughs> He also helped Octavia when she lost her memory, but that's yeah, that's all. Yeah, he's been very much on the periphery. I just if your if your uncle, great uncle, whatever, uh, is plotting something, and it sounds like he is, we need to know anything that you know. Oh well, I, of course I can't share that kind of thing. It's you know you got to keep that kind of stuff in the family. But I just assure you. That everything is fine. It's okay. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Thank you. Pierre jovial. He goes, "Oh, you know, Monsieur um, uh, Monty. He's always uh, planning something. He's a <laughs> he's a um um how you say um prankster." Yeah, he's quite the prankster. Remember that prank that we pulled that um the lighthouse burned down and those two people. Yes, he murdered, he murdered Uh, Winkleman. That was, yes. No, that, well, yeah, it was an accident. It was part of the prank, but uh, he's he's just a bit of a jokester. Oh, yeah, just a classic prank. Yeah, burning a lighthouse down. Great. Are are you hearing yourself, Vi? Well, I think what's important right now is that everything's okay and I'm fine. Well, that's great for you, but what about us? What? What's the flavor of this conversation? So I guess the flavor of this conversation for about three to four hours is that Vi desperately tries to signal to the other two that Pierre could be, as he is in the employee of the Bancroft family, could be someone they don't want to have this conversation in front of. And the other two characters just <laughs> dense as a fucking brick wall. <laughs> just round and round in Fully, circles. I don't understand why why Vi doesn't just come out and say that. 
You can't <laughs> just say that in front of Pierre. You can! Because she's not the prisoner of the family, or at least she's hoping to not be, and she doesn't want to just if, say it If he has a problem, I have a gun. Oh my god, you're just gonna murder Jesus someone? Jesus Christ. So you arrive at the company <laughs> town is the thing, um, and I need everyone to roll spot him to see how well you all see what you're seeing, and then I can do a description that befits Yay. it. Yay, okay. I'm rolling a d100. Oh, wow. What a uh, way to start. <laughs> I just rolled a one. Holy shit. Okay, I had to 37, and I'm pretty sure my spot hidden is, yeah, 85, so. Mm, 25 for me. Doesn't even matter. Not, not even gonna look. And, yeah, by first roll of the episode, and of uh, a one, so truly incredible. Um, Vi, um, so you know everything that's going on in town. Um, we can really just report back to the Bancrofts now, I guess. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you have perceived everything. <laughs> you're you're on this winding road approaching this small company town, and it truly hasn't been there so very long. So it really is um, built incredibly functionally. Right. Well, it's a new innovation of the time. It's a company <laughs> That's true, town. yeah. It's... Yeah, capitalists keep on innovating is the thing. Right. So um, you wind around this one road that leads between the really just two rows of buildings that there are in this town, uh, because that's all there is. Um, and at the end of the road is the quarry, because what you know so far about the town is that it's been set up to process what they are mining. There's a unique mineral used in the production of Archie's photofilm, and it has to be handled on site because it's very unstable. And so there is the quarry. Uh, there's a very long set of steps up or one elevator shaft that leads up to um, where the quarry site office overlooks it. Next to that, there is a huge processing plant where people do lots of clever chemical stuff that produces Archie's film. Uh, besides that is a actually a small school. Um, it's very boxy to look at. Like it's one of these classic early American looking constructions where it's like wooden walls and it's just been, it's been built to serve its purpose. And, you know, it, a lot of the buildings right. in the town look quite like this, that like, if you had a big bulldozer, you could probably push them off the cliff into the quarry because they're just yeah. big boxes that people do stuff in. <laughs> uh, so, so it's like the classic, like, essentially one big room inside, maybe, like the back office. It could well be, yeah. And it's a lot, it's a lot, lot, lot smaller than the processing plant. So you've got this this site office that overlooks the quarry. Next to that, there's this, this multi-story wooden building. Yeah, it, it, it looks like there's probably two very tall stories inside. Yeah. Uh, then... Bigger than the site office, smaller than the factory, there's a school. And smaller still next to that is a church. Just a good old-fashioned God-fearing Christian church. Nothing spooky about this. No gargoyles of Cthulhu or anything. Aww. All good. <laughs> right. But there are, um, there are a couple of cats sitting uh, in the noonday sun um, on the porch of the church. And both of them are watching the car with keen interest as you roll past. Can I roll psychology on the cats? <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
So next, <laughs> yeah, next to the church is another. Damn, Sixty-three. I learned nothing. Okay, you learn nothing extra. Um, next to the the church is a, a bigger building with a sign on the front that says that says Raphael General Store. Oh. The other side, uh, as you're as you're traveling through the other row of buildings, there is a there's a there's a building that has like a hand painted sign by the door that says watering hole. Okay. Uh, and then a much, much, much bigger building next to it that you don't immediately recognize what it's for. It looks quite a lot like the factory from the outside, but there aren't the telltale chimneys. There aren't people coming and going with shipments of anything, though, which which was what was you know very busy and, and telling about the workplace of the processing plant. In fact, this very big building, no one, there's no activity of it as you go past it okay. right now. The last lot in town is a small area with a chain-link fence around it that contains various uh, different sizes of machinery. So there's uh, a little digger and a bulldozer and uh, a small truck, and it's all it's all sealed off just by a chain-link fence. Outside sits a very mean-looking um, German shepherd with a, with, with a collar that's chained to the, the front gate. Not unirole psychology for the dog? Or... <laughs> <laughs> you can if you want. I'm interested in the cats right now. Oh, okay. Right. So that's what you immediately see. Um, Vi has got a one, so I feel like I should kind of make this one more spicy and give you a bit more observations. So um, first things first, as you roll past the school, there are a group of children outside playing a game. A crowd of children look at a boy who is facing the wall. He's kind of hunched his shoulders up a little as if he's playing kind of a, a character and he's just watching the wall. And as he stands there facing the wall, two girls are trying to approach him clearly as quietly as they can. And to mask the sounds of their footsteps, the crowd of children are all chanting a rhyme. Stay away from old man mud. His old bones creak and his boots thud, thud. And when they all say thud, thud, they all stamp their right foot, then left foot. Old man mud lives up creep, creek, where men don't go and dead things speak. Munch, crunch, crunch, go his old gray teeth, eating his stew of hands. And, and then the, um, the boy turns around and makes like a... Like a like he's clearly this old man mud character, and he chases away the the, the girls who squeal uh, with you know the fun of the game that you know that sort of yeah, tag yeah. they're playing. How fun! Um... <laughs> well, that's not terrifying. <laughs> uh, other details. I think that you know on a one. I think Vi can tell that the big big building that visually resembles the factory except that it doesn't have the business going on is is the barracks where all the workers and their families have rooms and they stay wow uh, because she's you know she she she's familiar with the these operations perhaps that's so <laughs> efficient i never thought i'd see it in person but it's true <laughs> And a final detail with that with that splendid, splendid one uh, is that there's um, a guy standing at the end of the road 
um, not too far from the site office, and he's wearing a dark grey suit. He holds his hands behind his back, and he's wearing a um, like a, a workman's hat to you know to stop stuff falling on your head. He's got kind of salt and pepper grey hair. Um, he's like average height, and he 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 is watching the car as you approach, and um, yeah, just clearly he's patiently waiting to receive you. Oh, perfect. Uh, Pierre, I think that uh, gentleman up there is waiting to receive us. Oh, thank you, Miss Octavia. I um, I will park... Uh, well, it, it looks like we can park by this. Um, there is a lot. And he pulls the There's car over. There's a lot of what? <laughs> and he pulls the car over by the chain link fence. You fucking goon. And... Um, <laughs> I couldn't understand he was speaking French. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and Pierre gets out, or opens the door to try and um, go around and open the door for all the passengers. And the, the, the mean-looking dog starts barking at him uh, and, and getting very aggressive very quickly. So he shuts the door. Um, and while you're all looking at this, the door on the other side of the car um, is opened by a man wearing a wearing dark robes and a priest's collar. Hmm. And he says, Hello, ladies. Don't mind Rex. He's uh, just a bit of trouble. But, you know, that's what we want him to be. Yeah, what a little scamp. Felicity has her hand on the knuckle dusters inside her bag. He's a priest. This <laughs> <laughs> is a man of the cloth. <laughs> These ladies Famous are so never harmed anyone. So quick to action. That's what you love about him. Yeah. Yeah. Serena gets out of the car. She like thanks the priest. I guess. She's still like a bit annoyed at Vi, but like. She's trying to... Yeah, well, you've, you've just had an incredibly tense car ride over, right? Yeah. Just the whole way. <laughs> but she's trying to, like, not let on that there's conflict within the group to these people who we've, like, sort of come to investigate, or at least work at the place we've come to investigate. And the priest says, um, Oh, it's terribly good to meet you, meet, meet all you ladies. I'm, um, I'm, I'm Mark Freeman. I'm the shepherd of this little flock in Raphael. Nice to meet you, Mr. Freeman. A pleasure. A pleasure to meet you, of course, but could we have this conversation away from the, uh, what do we call him, King or something? Rex, he, he guards the, um, the parking lot for all the machinery. Oh, right. I... Make sure nobody steals anything. <laughs> of course, that's not a problem we have here. It's a very lovely community. You'll find it very welcoming. Right. I was mixed up my Latin a bit there. That's fine. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's let's get out of here and uh, we can um, talk over there. As he leads you away from the car and uh, Pierre uh, tries to, I guess, repark a little further away from the dog, uh, just without, you know, uh, outside of the, the reach of the dog's chain, um, Mark the Priest says to Octavia, um, Oh, Latin! You must be uh, Octavia Bancroft. We've heard, we had a telephone call with your uncle early, uh, earlier today. I hear you ladies are um, from the town council, come to check out our little operation? Yeah, that's right. Serena shoots via look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and um, he's leading you in the direction of the uh, the guy in the suit who was who's still standing and hasn't moved to come and greet you. And he says, uh, and so the and, and Mark says, um, but I don't know the names of your lovely companions. Right, of course. Uh, I'm I'm Felicity Felicity Harding. Excellent to meet you. Uh, excellent to meet you, ma'am. And he um, uh, takes your hand and kisses it. Felicity tries very hard to keep keep smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, I think seeing seeing the like discomfort, kind of Serena speaks up and is like, and it's uh, Stoker, Serena Stoker. Mark the priest uh, holds out his hand like he's going to take your hand and kiss it as well, Serena. <sighs> that uh, no, that that's okay. <laughs> Oh, my apologies. Anyway, nice to meet you all. Um, as I said, I'm Mark Freeman. I'm the local priest. Uh, that's that's my joint over there. And he points to the church, where you again see that the cats are watching you intently. <laughs> uh, I handle all the all the quibbles and complaints, but trust me, that's a pretty quiet job around here. Everybody, everybody's having a pretty good time uh, here in Raphael. And um, right. you have been walked up to the, the man in the suit. And so Mark says, um, Mr. Arch, uh, I've uh, got to report back to the other boss, but you, this, of course, is Octavia Bancroft. You spoke to her uncle earlier um, and her two friends, Felicity and Serena. Yes, it's, yeah, it's great to meet you. And uh, as soon as Mark is done talking, uh, done introducing people, he... He uh, walks in a, with a chipper gate back towards uh, the church. And the man in the suit says, Well, welcome to um, my town. Thanks for receiving us. I apologize for the uh, lack of sophistication among my companions, but... Uh... Why don't you all give me uh, a, a, no rolls? Roll against your, everyone roll against your education real quick. I got 74, but, uh... But? My education is 75, so... Ooh. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> What's Vi's education? 60, and I've rolled 70. <laughs> and mine is 75, I got a 62. Okay, perfect. So, even with the fail, Vi is aware that this is William Arch, the owner of Archangel, um incorporated i guess the company who creates archie's photo film and runs this company town which is called raphael and you, you knew that that was who you were going to come out, come out here and meet um but with a little bit more um success on the education roles you know a little bit more knowledge about the world um serena and felicity both know a little bit about this guy he's uh he's constantly lovingly biographized that's not a word um, he's, he's constantly, uh, biographed in the, the papers. And, um, William Henry Arch was considered a, a, a prodigy and boy genius from Washington State, uh, from a young age. By, uh, 21, he had cured the sexually transmitted ailment, Garvey's Itch. And <laughs> by age 22, he was one of the richest men in the country from his, uh, company Archangel patenting chemical formulations and medical cures. Okay, I'm getting it. Through They've the... got a, a Bill Arch 
character. <laughs> I see. I have no idea what you mean. I um, heard that voice. And so, <laughs> and so uh, through the Great War, which uh, of course wrapped up just two years ago, his company became um, one of the most profitable in the world uh, b- between uh, bet- between the development of chemical weapons, stronger types of steel for make big gun with, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's what you know. Um, I guess Octavia, you knew that you were going to meet this guy, and also to some degree, you know, you don't expect any less than than to meet the, the big boss man because you're so rich. But the other two, I will say, with your success on education, that you... It occurs to you, it's weird, that, like, one of the richest men in maybe the world right now mm. uh, has come to this dinky little mining operation in Rhode Island. Uh, Mr. Archer wasn't expecting you to actually be here. Oh, um, well, you know, there's been a, a discovery down in the quarry. We, it, it, we've had an archaeologist come out from Miskatonic University and everything. Uh, it's actually, it could be revolutionary in the field, I've heard. All the way from Alcrum, huh? That's right, that's right. Have you, have you been to uh, Miskatonic? Uh, can't say I have, but uh, I've heard of it. Who hasn't? I donated them a new wing in the fall, but I haven't had the the good fortune to be able to pay a a, a visit yet. But um, no, I hear from I hear from Miss Taggart, the archaeologist, that this could be a big discovery. So I um, I flew on down. Right. Well, it's not unexpected that you would be here. It seems like you've sort of set up a little utopia here out out in Rhode Island. It's Everything I've seen so far seems to be quite impressive, Mr. Arch. Well, my employees have everything they could need, really. I've, um, I, I've provided for them here in Raphael. Uh, and, you know, I, I've given the town this angelic name, and I hope, I dearly hope that the town can just live up to that. I, uh, I can't help but notice it lacks some of the more uh, modern amenities. Oh, well, what do you think we're missing? I can have them added. Well, you know, a leisure facility, I suppose. But what do I know? Serena, you're insulting Mr. Hurt right now. Did you not see I'm just, the... I'm just a... She really grits the teeth. I'm just a woman. <laughs> did you not Did you not see the bar in the church earlier as we were coming in? I just figured that, uh, you know, maybe uh, one of those moving picture houses or something might be, you know. And, um... Arch says, uh, leisure facilities? What, what would you have me add? A gymnasium? My workers are fighting fit. They're, they're down there swinging pickaxes 12 hours a day. Right, and everyone seems so happy here uh, from, from what we've experienced so far. I, really, I think that you'd probably just be distracting them by adding something like a moving picture show. I suppose you're right. Yeah, so well, I'm glad we see eye to eye on that, Miss Bancroft. And, uh, yes, uh, Vi, wh- why did you say we were here? Oh, Serena. You just don't really care much about not blowing cover, do you, bud? It's really just, like, your face. No, I just, just, like, as in, like, I- I'm just trying to, like, out of character, she's trying to, like, kind of switch the subject again and get back onto, like, the topic, like, us being here. I, I guess. Chill. Okay. Oh, Serena, cool. I know that you're a bit forgetful. Please excuse her, Mr. Arch. Uh, you remember that we're here on behalf of the council. 
Ah, yes. When you say to please excuse her, he flashes a brief and, um, (laughs) a a brief smile that warms you not one jot. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And he says, um, well, I imagine I can give you a tour all around. Uh, If you'd like to stay over, I know it's a long drive out, but I don't imagine this should take you more than today and tomorrow to look through everything and make sure that uh, Narragansett Town Council are happy with everything going on. Right. Well, I can tell you that coming in, I'm already thrilled to know everything about this new concept of the company town. Uh, It's first time really being (laughs) up, you know, and seeing one in person, and I've only heard good things so far. (laughs) Well, you know, the great industrialist Henry Ford, truly a man uh, after my own heart, someone I really look up to. His thesis was that we can make sure our workers are happy and happy workers are productive workers and make sure they're healthy and have everything they need if um, we just provide for them. Right. So you'll see this, and he gestures to what uh, Vi has already figured out is the barracks. He says, um, all the modern amenities you could wish for, Miss, what, what, what was Serena, was it? Yeah. You, uh, Everything. My, my, my workers have their families here. They have plenty of space. Uh, their children go to school. There's a church. A, uh, no, no doctor's clinic or anything? Oh, well, the town doctor isn't far away. He, he can come on a 15-minute call. Right. I'm sure that this is a very safe operation. I don't think that that would even be necessary. I just, obviously, you understand as, as um representatives of a council we have to ensure that all of your workers aren't in danger in the event of uh you know obviously quarries being what they are serena (laughs) she's a little bit of a worry ward i apologize yeah that is well you can't you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs (laughs) is what they say with all due respect sir my father died in a in a workplace accident so you know this is a subject i take quite uh seriously I get that you don't like the guy, but I f- no. I I, feel... I think I think uh, at this point she's going for like a good cop bad cop type thing. Interesting. Maybe kind of. Um... I don't know. I'm just sort of going with how, like I'm reacting how I think she would react to what's happening. I... And he says, "Yes, well, men's work can be dangerous. Right. I... <laughs> That's why we keep the more frail and 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 uh, delicate women to be to to be kept safe from such things i do apologize again for her of course it was her father's uh fault she he didn't realize that the doors were locked and unfortunately perished but that's not neither here nor there i again i assume that i'll tell you can i speak to you for a minute I, I think I think Serena has to take take by a side over that. Like, uh, oh, here she is again, a little worry worried. We'll do that in one second. But uh, if that if that's happening, then um, Arch turns to the the one remaining uh, member of the party uh, and says, "I'm sorry, Miss. You'll have to forgive me. There's a lot on my mind, and your name has completely escaped me in the few minutes we've been talking." Uh, I I'm I'm Felicity Felicity Harding. Well. Felicity Harding, fantastic to meet you. I, as I'm sure you are aware, am William Arch. You can call me Mr. Arch or William or Willie if you please. And um, I hope that you'll find Raphael to be an accommodating uh, town for you to stay in. Uh, nice, nice to meet you. 
too, so I'm, I'm sure it's very charming. Enchanté, I think, as the um, the French say. I wouldn't know. Where's Pierre when you need him? He's with the car, isn't he? Is there anything you ask? Uh, I'm I'm too intrigued by uh, Serena and Octavia's. Oh, you're uh, like you're having this conversation, but you're trying to listen to this yeah. conversation. Okay, so what's happening with Serena and Octavia? I think uh, after after Octavia says uh, that it was probably her dad's fault. Um, she's like, um, can I? She's like, tries to do it discreetly, but it's clearly not particularly discreet. She's like, um, yeah. can I talk to you over there for a second? Right, and of course. Vi says what she had said earlier. Oh, here's that little worry word again. We'll be right back with you. How can I help you, Serena? Okay, you don't know anything about my family, so don't you oh, dare fucking say anything like that again. Oh my god, did your dad actually die? Yes, I wasn't just making it up. Oh, I was. That's what I was doing. No! I mean... My dad died when I was nine. I thought you were playing a character. No, no. Oh my god, your dad actually died? Yeah. That's horrible. And also, why you? Why are we doing your uncle's bidding if he's on the council? You didn't say anything. This doesn't... None of this makes sense. Right. Well, we can talk about that in a, in a bit. But just don't worry. I'm sure that... Uh, it wasn't actually your dad's fault that he's dead. I apologize for saying that, but it is... I'm just trying to make a good impression, all right? I would encourage okay. you to do the same. I mean, he already doesn't like me. I might as well commit to the being the stickler for the rules and see if that gets us anywhere. Right, well, that's what I, I thought. I I'm sorry, were... I, I just... I've been on edge ever since I found out about... about Ellie, and yeah, I just... I want to get to the bottom of this. Right. Well, that's it. That's that's it. <laughs> I just want to get to the bottom. At least you still have your your mom Ellie, I guess. Unless what you found out was that she's also dead, in which case I really apologize. Oh no, Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't know who. I, no, Ellie's not my mom. Anyway, was that Octavia being deliberately ignorant, or did Jess the player forget? No, just the player remembers that Ellie was a, a part of this whole That's thing. That's what I figured. Okay, okay. Octavia, the character, probably doesn't know very much about Serena and hasn't uh, really committed to memory. I don't think, like, mm -hmm. that whole Ellie thing happened within, like, the, the dreamlands. and uh, mm. She didn't see that, and mm -hmm. her exposure to it has been fairly limited. Yeah, now that's, yeah, I that's so. that. I think Serena is quite quick to like. Let's not talk about Ellie, actually, even though she was the one that brought it up. <laughs> right. Um, and as we're having this conversation, actually, um, another another vehicle arrives in town. It's just a, it's just a large pickup truck. Um, and um, Serena specifically, roll me spot hidden. Oh, okay. So my spot hidden is 85, 29. That's... Oh, nice. Uh, so that's a hard success, actually. Yeah, it is. And um, with that, you recognize the driver of the the truck, even from a distance, as the bald, uh, friendly southern uh, general store manager from back in Narragansett who helped you to figure out the, um, the iridescent... Uh, Randy, right? Film. Yeah, that's right. Um, so it's Randy is the one driving the truck. 
Okay. So. Just him? On his yeah, own? Yeah, he's driving the truck on his own. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, as you, your conversation kind of wraps up, Arch says, uh, Everything uh, smoothed over now, ladies! I do believe so. I Quite. apologize for the disruption again i understand you're a stickler for workers safety uh, you know uh mr kind dixon he'll you'll get along with him he's our union rep you you two will get on like a house on fire i'm sure oh you allow the unions to be here as well i am continue to be impressed <laughs> by by your generosity well it's important isn't it to let the workers do their own um organizing a community got gotta let them have <clears throat> would you all like a tour around? That would be my. That would uh, be lovely. Yeah, by all means. Um, just quickly though, uh, Randy, is that you? Uh, Serena. Hey, Randy. Oh, Serena, what are you doing here? Uh, council business, if you can believe it. Oh, well, same. Wouldn't you know it? Funny I'm, that I'm here for the council too. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you want to... We were just about to be given a tour. Do you want to, I guess, tag along? Oh, no, I'm not on the same job as you. I'm sure they would tell me if oh, I had to okay. be... If I had to help you all out, I... No, um... And, um... You've been, like, calling to each other from, like, acro- across the way this time? That's why I was trying to do a little bit <laughs> yeah, of a yeah, yeah, backed yeah. up I call. like that. And, uh, Arch, uh, 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 like, Arch walks over to greet him, and they have, like, they exchange a few brief words that you don't hear. And, um, I assume that you move closer, and, um, uh, at this point, Arch turns to you and says, Yes, Mr. Watson's very kindly come out, um, to provide some help, some 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 essential supplies from Narragansett. Of course, everything's already paid for. I'm having my bank wire uh, everything uh, to 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 re to reimburse him. But he's very kindly brought out a lot of supplies from his general store because I don't know if you heard in this morning's paper, but the 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 state has been sealed off. Oh, the state. my. That is news to me. Could you tell me more? All the interstate traffic. I don't know uh, what's going on. There's some t- sort of t- talk about a uh, about a sickness or something, but I don't know if uh, that's, you know, all the papers I've seen and my, my man on the ground seem to think it's just rumors and we can get it opened back up right away. Like some kind of plague? Trust me. Ladies, there's nothing to worry about. I have a man on the... Rhode Island State Legislature, we will get everything reopened as soon as possible. Well, forgive me, sir, that sounds very worrying. Oh, no, I'm sure it's just, pardon my language, hysteria. Should we should we be seeking out a, a, a doctor? Oh, not at all. Come on. Please excuse Felicity. Again, the bunch of worry warts on, on the legislature, <laughs> the governorship, or whoever is, is leading this... Uh, preposterous lockdown of it's a state. witch hunt is what it is it's it, it's truly just mass mob hysteria and that's exactly what it's causing you can see it here we don't know anything about it and already felicity you're talking about a plague or anything like that we don't know what it well, is locking, we just need to stay calm locked down this date i'm sure it's nothing and so randy says to serena um See, Serena, that's what I'm here for. I, I'm just bringing in supplies. You all can get your tour if you need it. I'm, 
I've got to carry stuff in to the general store. Well, okay, if you insist, Randy. Um, actually, while we're here, um, and I think Serena would like to take a photo down the road of, like, kind of this bit of the town. Um, so, you gotta, you gotta, I've, I've ripped a map and roll 20. Can you describe to me kind of what orientation you're facing? Yeah, so from where we are, looking down mm-hmm. the road towards the end of town, towards, like, just literally down the road out, so kind of you've got the, the buildings facing on either a, side. away from the quarry, to be clear. Uh, from, yeah, and then, the and then okay. like, she'll take some more of the quarry itself and, you know, other, like, interiors of some of the buildings. This is like okay. to sell think... to sell the idea that we're like inspecting for the council. Really nice. So, are you taking Archie's pictures or are you taking uh, uh, Winkleman's pictures? I'm taking pictures? Archie's pictures because I'm not expecting to pick up any iridescence here. So, okay. So, uh, as you're doing, as you're setting up for this, and uh, you're going to need to give me a photography role. I think uh, she would deliberately fact... try and wait till anyone is out of frame. Yeah, uh, that's smart. Um... <laughs> like, just but, but, like. But like it's not consistent, and it doesn't always seem to be actually her. But she still doesn't really want to risk it at this point. I know. I guess you. It's good. Um, so as as you're setting up for this, I assume you have a little tripod or whatever. You're setting up all your equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Arch says, "Oh, that's splendid. Just taking all documentation of the town, huh? Well, you know, we have um, we have uh, dark rooms. You can develop those in this if you want." Uh, I, uh, I have my own at home, but, um, I suppose if we're here for a, more than a night or two, then... Well, I have a whole set of lab technicians who helped to develop Archie's. I assume you're using Archie's. It's the best there is. That it is, sir. That it is. Of course she's using Archie's. Well, I have a whole, uh, team of lab technicians. They developed Archie's in the first place. They can help you get the clearest possible printouts. What an amazing opportunity. You know, I'm a, I'm somewhat of an amateur photographer and actually I'd love to talk to your guys about um about the film y- they use. It's it's um I, I dabble a little bit in college and I have never heard of um you know, obviously you this this mineral that you're getting from Macquarie. I've never heard of anything like it. Oh, Archite, yes, it's patented. <laughs> it's tremendous, isn't it? Yeah, I'd love to obviously, you know, you, you can't tell me all your secrets, but I'd love to I'd love to see where it all happens, I suppose. And um C- enough with the pleasantries, give me that uh photography. C- I'm trying to like can I I'm trying to like persuade him, I guess, to show me a bit more of the like science behind the scenes stuff here. Well, you know, he's already gonna give okay. you a tour okay. and he actually very forthcomingly he like wants to get you to talk to develop your photos okay. with the help of the lab technicians. So I, I think that you don't need no to No worries. Persuade him I just I just figured there might have been like some behind the scenes stuff that even he didn't want that he didn't want us seeing, but if it's like if it seems like he's acting like there's nothing to hide anyway, then yeah, there's no point to make the role. If if you get there and there is that vibe, you can investigate that. Okay. Is cool. my suggestion. No worries. Um <laughs> I was just trying to lay some groundwork, you know? Cool. Yeah, um yeah, so photography roll, yeah? Uh huh. So my photography is sixty-three, and that is a nine. Hey, hey. extreme success. Um, you take just splendid photos. <laughs> you take really good photos of the of the of the town, uh, the main roads leading into the town. Um, you know, you said that you wait until everyone's out of shot, but there were some kids who are playing. You can't really wait until they're gone. And okay. there were also those two cats on the porch of the church. We established that. And then you take a picture of the quarry, which is filled with miners. Okay, so is that is that two two shots gone then? 
Those are two of your regular okay, Archie's cool. photo stock shots gone. Nice. With a critical success, you've only killed three people. Hey, we don't... <laughs> Shut up! No! <laughs> oh, I said there was a... To be clear, I said there was a, a crowd of children. Yeah? And many minors. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I just committed infanticide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, beans. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, um, Arch, starting with a brisk walk towards the, like, up up the road you just took the picture up, uh, he says, why don't we start up here and I'll lead you all toward the uh, discovery to save the best to last. What a fantastic idea. You know, I have been very interested to, to see more of this really innovative a new town concept. Um, yeah, so he leads you... <laughs> Great. So he leads you up the road to, um, to outside, like, to, to directly in between the general store and the, the, the building labeled Watering Hole. Mm-hmm. And, um, he says, um, you know, uh, this used to be between uh, you and I a, a bar, but um, it's actually we 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 replaced the signage and such since it since it became a, a well a, well we call it the watering hole now anyway. You know, uh, just so we're all clear on this, nineteen twenty was the beginning of the official prohibition era oh, legislation okay. in the United States. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so he says, um, and we replaced the barkeep too. The, the last one was no good. He was he was slacking. He was drinking. He came down with something awful, and he he had to leave. So we we've got this new fella. He's English. You'll like him. Oh, saying to specifically to Phyllis. <laughs> That's fantastic. Do you, do you, are any of you ladies thirsty? I'm 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 parched in this noonday sun. We could go in if you want. I would I I would appreciate the drink. Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I would I really mind haven't seeing. Wrapped my head around the uh, this American attitude towards drinking yet. It's quite strange. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be a history cop, but like, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it was illegal. <laughs> oh, wow, you just couldn't. <laughs> I uh, would know not to. I sure love a drink. Wow. Wink. Yeah. Just like, oh dang! If it weren't for all this prohibition, I'd sure love to knock back some shots. Is not something you would say, right? <laughs> well, Americans are famously very discreet with their prudishness. Yes, absolutely. They never make it anyone else's business. Famously. So let's um, go into the bar. It's, um, it is just very obviously a bar, but um, again, uh, January 1920 was when the legislation was passed, I believe 17th of January. And so it's this year that the bar would have, you know, gone dry, basically. Yeah. And so it's very just, you know, totally obviously a bar. But the, you know, they've got some juice, fruit juices, and some water, milkshakes, and uh, ice cream shake. <laughs> you could make you a stiff cup of coffee a, if you want. A root beer float. <laughs> oh, if there's a root beer float available, then I doubt there's a root beer float. That seems too fancy for a company town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt that there's any and... kind of like refrigeration, like ice ice cream and stuff. But there probably is like sodas. Yeah. So that's the, um, that's the thing. Um, 
Arch strolls strolls confidently up to the bar. To be clear, the the, the bar itself is utterly empty because uh, it's the work day, yeah. so no one yeah, yeah, is yeah. free to drink. Um, but behind the bar, there's a man who's maybe in his thirties. He has a, a a black beard, and he's very um, he is young looking in a way that's like he's very healthy and uh, looks looks um, like he probably works out, and he's got a uh, like slicked back black hair and a thick black beard. And he says, um, Hey, Willie, what can I get you? And, um, <laughs> Arch approaches the bar, puts one hand gently on the counter, leans over and, um, uh, says something you can't hear. And he, the, the man adopts an entirely different posture, uh, becomes incredibly formal and says, of course, Mr. Arch. Uh, so, uh, would that be a, a glass of water you were wanting? Can I get your friends anything? Can Serena whisper to Felicity and ask, can you tell what he's saying? He's, he's, he's... asking what you would like to drink, <laughs> Serena. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna offer a, list, a listen roll, and, I thought, and then I realised you didn't mean the quiet words Arch was saying, just every word this man was saying. <laughs> And he's 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 wearing um, (laughs) and he's wearing. If you want to picture him more clearly, he's wearing like a waist apron uh, and like uh, dark trousers and a shirt with suspenders. I'm imagining him as um, I don't know which one it is. Um, but one of Rhett and Link, but I don't know which one is Rhett and which one's Link. <laughs> <laughs> Rhett from Rhett and Link. He looks yeah, like one good. of Rhett and Link. There we go. That's all. We there need. we go. <laughs> that's all we need. And um, so he says. He says. Um, Wonderful to meet all three of you, ladies. Um, I am Dominic, and um, I can get you anything you. Uh, what what uh, can I get you, you all? Uh, have you got like a, uh, like a lemonade? Uh, oh, I absolutely do. And he, um, uh, yeah, he pours you a lemonade and it's ice cold because it's, it's, Ooh. you know, from refrigerator tap. And, uh, um, yeah. and as, and yeah, as he pours that and he's, you know, gets you, gets you ice as well because it's a hot day. Um, he, uh, um, Arch says, you see, Serena, I told you we had all the amenities here. My work is one for nothing. That's and, uh, incredible. I am loving this. Should I pay for that in in? Uh, do I, what do you take like company script? What's the deal here? And uh, Arch says, um, "Of course, anything uh, you uh, as my guests want uh, is absolutely free for the entirety of your stay." That's very generous. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll have a lemonade too, please. Uh, yeah, he gets you one, um, and gets you gets you ice, and he gives you a little wink when he puts it across the bar. <laughs> so what what brought you to America? Haven't haven't met so many. <laughs> oh well, um, yeah, I used to be in the navy, and uh, you know it was a it was a lark, got a bit of a travel about, and um, you know came to see the the great wild west. Hoping one day I'll uh, make it make it further west and check out, you know, the um, Golden Coast. Is that what they call it? Uh, I mean, 
I'm not sure like how popular that is as a phrase in this time period, but I think that it is a phrase if, if you're talking like California. <laughs> he just invented it. <laughs> no. Well, I think it's definitely like a phrase. I'm not sure how popular it would be, but I'm sure that yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, But yeah, that's what it says. Wonderful. I ca- I came looking for fairies. <laughs> yeah, he you know what? He gives a little chuckle, and then and then there's just a, an uneasy silence <laughs> as he waits for you to like say what you really came for. <laughs> Octavia, do you have a an, an order? Oh no, I'm. Thank you. I'm just really overwhelmed by the sophistication that uh, you've brought to this place with your presence. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Are you just thanking him for being English? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he said... She doesn't say that to me. So so that's that adds on top of the awkward silence from Felicity. <laughs> and he, like he looks between Felicity and Octavia a couple of times and his mouth is slightly agape and he looks a little bit distressed and sad, like, why am I in this situation? <laughs> and then he says, um, Could I uh, help you with anything else, Mr. Arch? And Arch says no, uh, not unless any of you ladies have anything you need to uh, inspect. Oh, uh, could, could I get another lemonade for for later? Serena's <laughs> uh, just going to go home in the bag full of free lemonades. Serena's lining her pockets with anything this guy's going to give. And, uh, Dom- yeah, Dominic produces another lemonade, but this time uh, just pops the... Pops the top off a bottle of lemonade instead of um, instead of oh no no your oh, glass. no no okay fine you were trying to stop him from popping yeah the top. yeah <laughs> that's kind of like if you're a bartender that's like that's kind of what you that's kind of your job that's what you would do. I mean yeah but like <laughs> I I felt like yeah, from ca- I felt like from contextual clues she clearly wanted it to save for later. Yeah. <laughs> so like popping the top is just a bit weird. He, he po- yeah, he pops the he yeah, he takes the he takes the bottle cap off and as he says he says, "Oh, to go? Yeah, there you go. Sure." Uh, cheers. But you're from the council, the three of you need to che- che- Cheers. Ch- check out my how, stock. Is that, or how, is that how you say it? Felicity? Yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers, absolutely. And he he um pull, pulls a uh, a glass of water that he had under the bar that's one he's been drinking from. And and cheers as your uh, your glass or your bottle, whichever one you're drinking from now. <laughs> right. Oh. And he says, and he says, sometimes we say cheers, big ears. <laughs> That's a good. That's one. just wholly inappropriate. Wait, who's biggest? <laughs> is that is this about size or something? I I love being racist to British people. I don't understand. <laughs> Sorry, it's probably too sophisticated for my knowledge. Uh, you you don't need to share. Oh, it's just a little joke. Like it rhymes, you know. It's like cheers and 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 big ears. And he tugs at his earlobe to make sure that you're understanding. He means oh, big ears. Big it's ears. It's because it rhymes, Octavia. Big ears does. It's like a little does joke. Rhyme a little bit goes, with cheers, I suppose. And he said, and he says. Um, Sorry if I'm being too sophisticated, and he gives Felicity another wink. 
Swifty gives him a nod. <laughs> you could never be too sophisticated for me. Uh, thank you, Dominic. But... <laughs> wow, just saying it. Um, great. So, <laughs> so Arch says, um, well, if you don't uh, need to inspect anything, why don't we uh, make our way across to the general store? Right. Did you need to yeah, check but... anything out in here, Serena? Maybe check for fall hazards or anything? Um... Uh, no, I don't. I think I don't think that'll be necessary. They're clearly not oh, serving okay. any uh, prohibited substances here. So right. Yeah, of course. So there's nothing to worry about. Is is what I'm hearing. So I can give you all quick descriptions of the rest of the town as we go through it, and if you want to do, if you want more detailed scenes in in any of them, we can do that. Okay. Okay. I should, uh, before before they go, uh, sure. Felicity uh, just leans over and hands Dominic the like card for the hotel that she's staying at, and she says, "You know, if uh, if 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 you're missing." If you're missing home and you want to, you know, talk talk about, you know. Wait okay. a second. Oh, Great, Great Britain, <laughs> the Dom- Queen, or anything. Uh, and yeah, that, that's or anything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn. Women be horny. Okay. So he, he carried, he, he, he's uh, now wiping down the bar with a cloth uh, as he, he takes the card and, and gives you a, a, a cheeky smile as you, as you leave. Joe, did you have something else? No, I'm just, I'm just, I was taken aback by that. <laughs> <laughs> she hates men until one winks at her one time. <laughs> or they have cat heads, like. <laughs> <laughs> the duality of felicity. Yeah. So, um. Straight women be like. <laughs> Wild, but all it takes to work your way into Felicity's heart is to be British. <laughs> So, um, as I said, I can I can give you brief descriptions, and if you want more detailed scenes yeah. anywhere, let me know. So, in the general store, um, Randy is unloading a, a boxes and boxes of supplies. Um, it looks a lot like the general store from Narragansett Town Center. It's a little smaller, but yeah. Wow, it's like a whole town here. What 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 are the prices listed in? <laughs> it. it, it it is. It, it, we, we have everything. Everyone is provided for. And it's all provided by the company. That's so smart. Yes, and they buy it off us, and then we buy more for them to have. That's so great. Everything you could want is here. And you know, if your credit's bad, uh, if your credit's bad elsewhere, you know, people stop serving you. But obviously, I'm never going to stop selling things to my uh, workers, even if they have bad credit. That's so generous of you to always be willing to provide for the workers like that. I mean, anywhere else they might go homeless, but here not not a chance as long as they they're they you know, willing to put in a hard day's work. As long as they're one of my workers, as long as they work here, they can have free room and board. That's really the American spirit, I think, is just, you know, putting in a hard day's work and getting a good day out of it. You know, some people give People like, folks like me and, and Henry Ford shtick saying that it's, it looks like communism. But I say, you know, this is just the ultimate form of capitalism. Nothing, nothing so totalitarian about those commies. We're just, 
We're just good old-fashioned, hard-working Americans, the same as built this country in the first place. Well, it's a very wow. interesting system. If this is communism, then bring out the Tsar of Russia because I'm ready to lop some heads off. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, Serena had a comment. Am I am I wrong? Oh, uh, I uh, Serena just wanted to check what what the prices of everything in the general store were listed as. In what currency? Yeah. Yeah. So there are two currencies listed for everything. Um, one is marked with a little S with lines through it that you're familiar with, and one is marked with a little A. Okay. Uh, most of the prices are the same. Some of them are slightly lower in A. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the barracks. The barracks, um, where everyone stays, it's a very big building. It's you know about as big as the processing plant. I think I already said that. Um, making it and the processing plant the two biggest buildings in town. And inside you see um, that the, the workers and their families have individual, very small apartments. Um, they share kitchens and bathrooms inside the barracks. And so their, their rooms that are, the, are their own are, um, you know, just, just for the kind of like family space. And then there's also one big room, which is like the dining hall. Is this where it will be staying tonight? Well, you know, that's up to you. If you want to live uh, among the most modern luxuries, you can stay here uh, with with the workers. But I actually made some room for you in the uh, site office where I'm staying. Lucky that's us. That's very generous of you. I'm a little bit surprised by how many rooms are in here. I thought maybe this barracks was for maybe like four families, but it seems like there's there's maybe... It seems like there's, it seems like there's more, that there's a lot of people in here. <laughs> it it seems just so clear, like um, like north of two hundred families uh, living in this town. And Arch says, uh, "Well, yes, you. That's the most efficient use of the space." I suppose so, but. Um, Sophie never wanted to leave irony un- unsaid. Uh, I want to draw attention to the, the town is just like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought uh, from how everything else is so nice that there would be a little bit more space. Uh, I thought maybe this barracks was like for, or maybe four families, but. Uh, and he said, and he uh, he puts one arm around your shoulders, um, and he and he leads you out the front of the barracks, and he gestures, and he says, "Look at this quarry. Look at the surrounds. We are here in the great New England countryside. My my men are working, breathing in the fresh Rhode Island air every day. That's how they spend all day every day. What do they want for a big house? Would you want a big house if you were?" Flexing your muscles, swinging a pickaxe, processing archite into beautiful American film stock? No, you wouldn't. You you you're happy enough already. I guess you're right. I guess I guess they are different from me. <laughs> well, they lead a nobler life. That's what I think. 
an honest worker's life. That's what I miss is when I, when I was coming up, when I was a youngster, and I used to just put in a hard day's work, sweat on my brow. Oh, wow. Were you a minor as well? No, I was a chemistry student. Oh. Oh, um, well, it's not quite the same. Shall we go to see the church or the school next? Uh, I, I would be interested in seeing the school, I suppose. Yeah, so the school is, uh, you know, not every, like, not everyone by far has kids, uh, but there are a few kids in town. And, um, I guess they were on break when you were pulling in before, because the crowd of kids that you saw are all the kids who were then in the school, and it's basically just ro- rows of seats with desks, and up the front, um, a woman with grey hair is, uh, teaching the, the basics of the times table to a bunch of kids. Arch says, we have the most modern, um, updated educational curriculum for the kids, You'll see, of course, uh, they'll probably all work in the family business, but we teach them nonetheless the higher pursuits of mathematics and philosophy. So kind of you. Well, you know, a, a more educated populace is a more ethical populace. And uh, who, who was it who said that? The name escapes me. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was Plato. Oh. I must have missed that lecture. And one of the kid, one of the like older kids who's sitting at the back says, um, Mr. Arch, it was Socrates. Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, that's very impressive. And, uh, yeah, do you say that's very impressive? Arch says, uh, Arch says, well, I told you, we're, uh, schooling them the best we can here. We don't have everything, but we've got, we've got books and brains and a very good teacher, Mrs. Johnson. Could I... Hmm. Mrs. Johnson carries on her lesson and doesn't interrupt to acknowledge anything. I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Arch. I, I'm just really trying to wrap my head around this one, but uh, these people don't seem so different from me, and I don't... Oh, God. I'm having some trouble wrapping my head around this one. The first time in her life <laughs> Vi has come into contact with ordinary children. <laughs> um... Arch says, um, well, Octavia, as you know, we're all part of the American experiment, and it itself is a big machine. Any of us could serve any part in that machine, but the ones who really prove themselves get the oppor- they find the opportunities that they make, and they take them. And then that's how they get ahead, and they come to be leaders like you or I. Right. Your family has been on the top in Narragansett for generations because you were leaders in the colony. Right, and I know that, uh, of course, but I'm sorry, this kid has uh, knows about Socrates. And Well, that's that's I, I just personally from the kindness of my heart believe it's best to give to give some of the opportunities. You know, I make them uh, because people like you and I, we make our opportunities, but I can make some opportunities for these kids too and give them a little bit of a leg up. Some of these will be industry leaders one day. Right, okay. So when you said that they'd be in the family business, you don't mean all of them are going to be mining in the quarry. There's, some of them 
are gonna be so bright and work so hard that they're gonna be uh, rise to the top with us. Exactly. The cream of the crop. I see. Okay, this is making a little bit more sense now. Well, you know, it's important for people to see that they have career aspirations. That's why I hire my site manager here from the from the quarry floor. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. People know that there's places that their 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 trajectory can be going. Uh, and there's never any uh fallings out of the fact that one of one of their own is their boss. Why would there be? They're just happy to see their friend elevated to the opportunity that befits him the best. I suppose. Right, and I'm sure that he knows the the workers better than anyone else, and he'd he'd definitely like be able to organize them effectively. Absolutely. Well, do you want to go to the church next or the processing plant? Ooh, I I would love to see the processing plant. Me too. Okay. Um, so while whilst he was giving that spiel to Octavia, could mm-hmm. I make a psychology check on the kids? <laughs> sure, yeah. absolutely, please do. I want to like if there was something nefarious going on. I feel like the kids would be affected. Uh, so my psychology is thirty six. Matt's a ninety six. Well, <laughs> that's a ninety five. So it's not quite a fumble. So it's, it's an abject failure, but yes. it's not quite a problem. Okay, well, that's so, good. you know, you, as on a fail, you are dang impressed that this kid knew as Plato from his Socrates. Can I also do a psychology? Oh, I feel like it would, it would only make sense for them to be curious about, like, sure. how happy the kids are. Like, Absolutely. Like, primary, kind of. Yeah, sure. 24. What's your psychology stat? 48. Um, I mean, the kid knows his Socrates from his Plato. What do you want? i want to see if i can pick up that they seem like uh happy or like normal kids they seem bored right yeah yeah they're in school they're in school that's it yeah Yeah, checks out (laughs) yeah you get a solid read on these kids they seem bored as hell (laughs) leave in the classroom like yeah normal (laughs) vice specifically is not going to try to think of the psychology uh She's trying to put it out of her mind, right? She, <laughs> she very much would would like to, to have answers and not more questions. <laughs> so, um, you go to the processing plant um, where you see uh, a lot of women who are wearing protective face masks and hairnets. They're involved in various stages where um, raw um, mineral is brought up from the quarry and then ground down, and then sorted, and then uh, certain types of mineral are um, taken into a complex chemical process that um, Serena, I'm sure, could understand great if she did a good role, but doesn't have to because I'm not going to describe it. And um... <laughs> I, I, I would I would quite like to make a role. I guess sure. what I'm tr- want to get out of it is, is there anything that, like, I've never heard of this chemical before, like... Mm. Yeah, sure. So I mean, you don't actually have to. You don't actually have to roll on that. Can I see it? Like, does there seem to be anything unusual about the chemical? So you need to roll on that, um, because to begin with, uh, Arch is is just telling you. He's called it Ar- Archide, right? Archive? Well, Archide, Archide. Archide. After after yours truly, we um, 
we purchased this land in 1915 when they when we started making so much money off the war and um we we found out there was this mineral here and it's only here in Rhode Island something about the something about the New England soil I bet and um yeah it, it can it can be used to produce archite and that's why we've been been making archies the last few the last uh what's it been now 5 years yes okay um yeah, so I'll make a D hundred roll. Fuck's uh-huh. sake, that's a ninety. <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying to roll on? Chemistry. So, um what you get then with your fail is pretty much just what he told you. I'm happy to push this. I mean you can, yeah, you can give me a roll trying to get trying to get a hard success. As, I guess I guess uh, maybe a way that I could be pushing it is trying to like grab a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I think he's happy to, he, he picks up a lump of the raw, the raw rock that's been mined and lets you look at it. Uh, now give me another roll. Okay. You kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's worse, worse. This time? <laughs> It's 94. I just want to yeah. do the one thing that my character is supposed to be good at. Ah! So you're looking at the, so the, th- so here's, so here's the thing. You're looking at the rock and you're turning it over your, over in your hands and you're listening to what he says, and he tells you that the, you know it's just a, a completely unique mineral that's only found here. And as you're turning it over in your hands, you get a really weird feeling. And then you notice a glint in the in the rock that you know from the sorting process that you've already walked past must be the kind of active ingredient that these like rocks are like round and vein salt for. Of Exactly. And when you see it, it just, like, gives you just the deepest, deepest sense of heebie-jeebies. And, uh, roll me a, uh, a d3. Okay. So, it's a d6 divided by two. So that's a three, so that's, uh, a two total. And you take two sanity damage. Okay. And uh, you just can't bear to be holding this rock any second. Say so, like uh, she she tosses it back onto like the little conveyor belt, I guess. Uh, yeah, and Arch says, "Oh, is everything okay?" Uh, well, thanks yeah, for just, asking. You know... Something does feel off here. What's wrong? I there's what? How? Why have? Why do you have so many women at work here? Well, you know, despite what a lot of people, uh, a lot of people like to claim, I actually am a champion of women's rights. I think that women have a, have a future in the workplace. And many of these women are the, the wives of the men who are working down in the mine. Right, but that's a mighty progressive of you. I think so, but there are those who, 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 who claim that I am somehow against women's equality. No, a, w- a woman can work just as as good as a man. <laughs> Perhaps at different jobs, you understand, obviously. Right, I understand that some women might want to work. Uh, I thought that was, from my understanding, that's the minority, and, and most women want to uh, be home and have families. Uh, there c- can't well, be this the- many... Women who want to to work. <laughs> Something deep inside Octavia breaks. I was going to say, uh, Octavia, what is it you're doing right now? 
<laughs> a family, an errand for a family member, obviously. Um, Why are these contradictions and... heightening? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Arch, I, I perfectly agree that women uh, are just as capable of working. My, my question is, uh, are they getting paid just as much as men? Well, you know, every family where a husband and wife are working... They earn, they earn much more than just the, you know, the bachelors who are mining on their own. Um, is that, is that a no, sir? Why would they, they're doing different jobs. Why would they be earning the same? Well, you said they're just as capable. At different jobs. So they should be paid the same. Should I pay a neurosurgeon and a shine the same? If they're just as, uh, capable. Well, let's... Okay, I'm. I'm starting to worry. I've let some communists I'm, into my little. I do apologize Capitalist for utopia that. here. I certainly I have some questions, but I. Everyone paid the same. Ridiculous. I, that is ridiculous, Felicity. <laughs> well, you know, I I, I myself uh, also work. I'm a secretary, and. Uh, and I, do you earn the same as your male boss? That's a uh, that's a touchy subject, there, friend. <laughs> I, I, I I certainly do not, but I uh, I fully believe that um, I work equally hard and provide just as much value. Well, uh, look, Felicity. If I mean, if you provided as much value, you'd be the boss. And he he nudges Octavia. Right. If if these women were that interested and were that capable i'm sure that they could work in the mine but they clearly prefer the safer work that's more suited to their sex and uh i think arch started to walk along the production line to um something you hadn't noticed before which is a hatch in the floor oh and he uh bends down and he pulls up this this door in the floor revealing um a set of stairs leading down, and he says, um, Serena, you are keen to talk to my technicians. Am I wrong? Uh, no. Let that, me show that, you the dark rooms. That, that's right, sir. One second. Um, would you mind if I got a shot of this, of the, um, the insides of this here facility before I go down? Absolutely not. Go for it. Which I'm photo story yeah. do you use? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> To not kill more people. <laughs> also, like, I want to see if there's any, like, iridescence yeah. going on with this mineral. Right. Okay. That's what I want. Also, okay. like... <laughs> we don't know that the camera kills people. <laughs> we don't know that it does. Right. Yeah. Also, like, it... Uh, like, <laughs> uh, stepping away from, like, the story second, like... So this is something I've seen people asking about in the Discord. In my mind, and in Serena's mind, I feel, a lot of the nuance of how this thing works depends on what the subject of the photo is. Like, a person can be in the photo, but not the subject, and therefore wouldn't necessarily be... Does that make sense? Interesting. Like, in like at least in, in my mind, I like the idea that the intention behind the photo is part of it, but obviously that may just be completely false. Like, Bud, I hope you understand <laughs> that while everything you're saying is great... I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I just I just as in like I wanted to like because you know I've I've seen people like speculating on it. I like... will I will say I also like the idea a lot of um what your you know what what your 
choosing to take a picture of makes a difference. But um, again, I can't. No, no, no. And I'm. And I'm. What I can say is, the more photos you take, the more photos you take and develop, the more evidence. Oh yeah, fully, fully, fully. Yeah. Uh, I would like to take a, a Winkleman film stock photo of the conveyor belt and possibly, like, again, like, not trying to focus the camera on any workers, but, like, fundamentally, because this is, like, a workplace, it's going to be hard to get. Uh-huh. You're just kind of explaining a different variable that you're changing for your kind of experiment here. Yeah. So, um, roll, roll me photography. Bababooey. Okay. Uh, 11. So that's a success. Ooh, and my photography, photography is 63. So an 11 is actually this a critical ex- success. Yeah, this is an extreme success. And so what that means is that you take exactly the photo you intend to. You are taking a photo, to be clear about this, Yes. you are using Winkleman's stock. You are taking a photo of the production process of Archie's film. You are not taking a photo of any particular person. No one is... The, the the focused subject of this photo you nailed I think it particularly trying to avoid faces <laughs> that's very interesting yeah okay with with your critical success you find the exact right moment when everyone has returned to work and is looking away and also no one who is known to you is in the is in frame at all okay nice great you nailed it nice, nice. you probably didn't kill anyone <laughs> well we'll see no, so arch so arch leads you down into the into the the basement where there's a team of timid dudes in lab coats uh <laughs> developing doing experiments on you know playing around with all sorts of chemicals Ooh, I, that's the thing this is the chemistry nerd basement i like the idea of of serena like very momentarily like kind of going back to her student days and nerding out a bit at this <laughs> sure you know give me a chemistry role okay well, historically, these haven't gone particularly well, <laughs> but I'll do my we'll best. See. So I'm okay. aiming for 51 or under. That's a 40. Hey, nice. 48. Okay. That's a success. So just. You you know enough chemistry to identify everything in the room. There is nothing here that is like, um, it, it is not like when you were in Winkleman's lab or when Felicity and Octavia were in the basement of the Bancroft Manor, right? There is no, there is no alien and i'm using a specific meaning of alien here yeah <laughs> technology right no no technology that is unthinkable to you here it's just a, a a place where they are experimenting with the process of turning uh archite into archie's film okay and arch uh explains to one of his technicians that they are to develop your photos that you've been taking and he turns back to you and he says, "Would you like to drop off the film you've already used now, or are you gonna wait until the end of the day and develop it overnight?" Uh, you know what? I'll I'll bring it back at the end of the evening. Okay, splendid. Yeah. Do you want to carry on to the church, or do you want to do anything else here? Because, like I say, it is very much just a chemical film yeah. studio. Um... So it, it, there's there's nothing that seems unconventional. It all seems fairly, if not something that Serena is used to, then at least like, it's just an alternative that she hasn't tried before, type thing. Yeah. So definitely from her experience with with developing and even trying to create photo stock before. Yeah. Um, nothing here is 
as I say, out of this world, it's definitely it's definitely top of the line. Yeah, it's definitely cutting edge, but it's not absurd. It's not mystical. So, am I correct in thinking that the archite is probably being used to make whatever the powder is that is then applied to the film? Uh, yeah. that is then exposed to light because obviously like the film yeah. like those are the kind of two main elements of photostock you've got like the cellular like it's normally like nitrocellulose or cellulose film or something you like know that. what with the, with your chemistry success but not extreme success i will say that like one of the te- lab technicians answers your questions directly about okay. this and like you sort of are shown through this process and so you understand that the process is that um the the archite is is reacted uh first and, and treated because it's very unstable in its raw form, and it's uh, it's then turned into a usable component that, yet yeah, as you're you're correct, then makes the powder. Okay. Um, but it, yeah, basically, it's treated first, and and I think especially they highlight that um, if they if it weren't for the treating, it's not just that it's un- the, the the stock would be unstable. It produces very weird colors when it's not been treated. Oh my! What sort of colors? Um, and they show you an example of a discarded developed photo, basically a, a fail case. Okay. And what it shows is a landscape, a beautiful uh, southern Rhode Island beach scene. And in the sky, uh, where it should just be, you know, blue sky and clouds, there is this... Um, this winding vein of color uh and you can you know it really looks like the photo has been kind of overexposed but you know he yeah. explains that like actually no this is just they developed it the right amount and that there isn't a, a, a you know a right way to expose okay. it when they haven't treated the chemical right and the color in the photograph is this kind of turquoisey shimmer that you've seen before this is metaphysical iridescence you do she doesn't say that. Do you mind if I um Good. if I hold on to this? I can I can bring it back later this evening. I just it's yeah you know yeah you know the the, the lab tech goes oh you, you can keep it we've got dozens okay thank you and um one last question I've never heard of uh an element or metal or anything that's quite so unstable before there isn't any um. Madame Curie, I believe, uh, in some of her experiments, disco- uh, ra- radiation's known at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's no there's no dangerous emissions or anything? And, um, the lab tech goes, um, no, exposure to the mineral itself doesn't do any kind of, and then as he's about to launch into a deeper explanation, so he said no, but then as he's about to launch into a deeper explanation, uh, Arch uh, claps you on the shoulder and goes, <laughs> trying to steal the industry secrets, are you? Trying to find out what's in my archite. No, <laughs> I know uh, your you game. Know. And he, give, he, gives you a, he gives you a wink, like you can tell, you know, he, you can tell he's not serious that he actually thinks you're trying yeah. to steal industry secrets, but he nonetheless would like to steer you away from this okay. conversation. And he, do, he does so physically, uh, <laughs> guiding you out of the room. Okay. And he says, well, let's go check out the church. I think you've already met Mark Freeman, our local priest. Uh, nice to see you again, Mr. Freeman. Yeah, sure. Let's say we <laughs> get across to the to the church. Uh, I will say, like, as you're getting out of the photo processing plant, 
you know, as the as the door closes to the basement room, you get a last little look at the lab tech's face peering up at you. Uh, as you cross the factory floor, no one no one has immediately like turned into a lizard person or anything, so your photo hasn't done that at, at the very least. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm the results there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you get across, you get across to the church. Right. As we're leaving, uh, Vi is going to make sure to say to Serena, you know, actually, radi- radium and radiation is really useful in the construction of bio, like, like these, these luminous, luminous stuff. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. Uh, you, oh, you I'm I'm aware of it, obviously. You know, ra- radium and other, uh, what's the word? Uh, decaying, you know, uh, unstable, ra- radioactive, radioactive. That's it. Other radioactive chemicals um, have their uses. I just, and then she lowers her voice a bit and and she says, "I wonder if this is not something to do with why your uncle sent us here, or sent you here, where you started tagging." along. Oh, I don't think my uncle has any interest in the Radium Luminous Material Corporation. Why why did he send a... What what was his words to you in coming here? Oh. Okay. Do we appear to be, like, out of earshot of anybody who might be able to listen? Yeah, you know, for the the sake of this conversation, I could say that Arch is, um, you know, uh, bigging up what an incredible life workers in his town have to Felicity. <laughs> right. Uh, actually, everything isn't okay, Serena. I just got to say that. Uh, everything's not okay. Uh, my uncle wants to do something weird with me and a weird goo slime, and we're here to see if William Arch, what he knows, and uh, if he knows too much without the town council and also uh, I really shouldn't be telling you that uh, but I am very scared. Wait, no, uh, no, no, that's no, that's exactly what I wanted so he to get this clear, your uncle is worried that Arch might be onto something Yeah Octavia, have you ever heard the saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Of course I have. What kind of, kind of question well, I, is that? If your uncle wants us to investigate Arch, maybe we should come clean to... I don't think that's a good idea. It's clear Arch knows more than he's letting on, but he thinks that we're working for your uncle. Right, but I think that he has his own motivation. I'm beginning to I mean, think obviously, that he's a he fucking doesn't... corporate asshole. Well, I'd... <laughs> but... I'm starting to see what you mean by that. I think that he might, that he might not have uh, purely uh, selfless reasons for having this company town here. I oh, think no, maybe entirely, but... he he might be doing it for his own reasons. You're beginning to believe. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> um, regardless of his overall motivations. If if we think he he's going to be helping anyway, we need to get him on side because we need any help as much help as we can get. If this is as big as it seems like it might be, before Octavia can answer that, you notice that Pierre has parked the car finally and is walking across to join your party. Okay, Octavia, it's going to have to be a yes or no answer. 
to Serena's point. About uh, whether to to trust yeah. Arch? I, I think she would quickly say, let's find out what he knows first, and then we can come clean. Okay. You've been listening to the Rolling with Rainbows actual play podcast. The music for the podcast was created by Molly Noise. As well as the podcast, Rolling with Rainbows is a YouTube show for aspiring DMs who want to make their tabletop games as fun, safe, and inclusive as possible. Links to the show and to the Rolling with Rainbows Discord community are in the description of every episode. The podcast and show are funded by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash thatjess and patreon.com slash curiovids.